Okay, welcome. It's Ranky very much. I am Paul Fletcher. Eric Perkins is currently chewing a Reese's peanut butter cup, so he can't introduce himself. But I am Ellie Mark. Who's the parent company of Reese's? Um, why? Because they could sponsor. Oh, they could sponsor Ranky very much. Okay. We would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, let's get cracking. Coming up on episode 28, most desirable meats, most fun words to say. But first, the crew ranks the hardest thing to do in sports. And if you're an Angels fan, that would be win a game. All right, this one's mine. I get to kick things off. Yay for me. You just clapped for yourself? Yeah. Okay. You pretty much do that every episode. Oh, come on. I do not. You don't clap. Really. I clap for other people. Hmm. I don't clap for myself. All right. Hardest things to do in sports. Parent this company is- Reese's is Hershey. Oh, it is. Way to get that to us <laughs> a minute later. Jesus. <laughs> a long time. The number three hardest thing to do in sports. This is going to shock you guys. Okay. For real. Successfully slap shot a puck into a net. Because hmm. you have I've to be on attempted. skates. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to skate at least a little bit, hold your balance. I can't like do another, that. To scoop a puck into the net would be one thing. To execute a slap shot and hit the net is the third hardest thing to do in sports. I've <laughs> actually seen you do this, though, bro. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah. Where have you seen um, me play? Um, Insta. Oh, right. On the IGs. Insta machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really surprised that I didn't get more shock from you guys that a hockey thing would be number three. I know. Well, that it should be number one with you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, probably. He right? just wanted oh. to have a little bit of a flex moment going, yeah, but I've accomplished it. Mm. Uh. Um, no, that wasn't so much it. Mm. It's just mm. that it was number three. Number two is hitting a golf ball. <laughs> just hitting it? Yeah. Have you played? <laughs> yeah, I Can play you hit, a lot. Okay, hitting a golf ball where you meant to hit it. That, hitting the golf ball like a PGA Tour person. Okay, you should have been a little more explicit in the way that you described well, that. I, that's I was like, yeah, I can hit a golf ball. <laughs> sure. Okay. I, Number two I is hitting a golf ball where you want to. Yes, okay. I'm guessing that you're, like me, your best chance at hitting a fairway is the hole next to you. No, I just, I'm one of those people, it's, you don't hit it far enough? I just It doesn't go very far. Right, right, right. <laughs> I enjoy it, but... You know why? People, it, it's because it's, it's really hard. It is hard. Hitting a golf ball is really hard. Not just hitting it. Hitting it where you want to, okay? We need to be more specific. Hitting it properly. Even you if know? it goes 150 yards and it fades uh, or slices or something like that, it you didn't hit it properly. Hitting right. it properly... Is really hard. Yeah, there's the science behind it, and then getting the spin right, and get, yeah. And these professionals that make millions of dollars, they miss all the time. Yeah. Okay, and they hit hundreds of balls every single day. Right. That shows you how hard it is. Yeah. Burke, do you have any thoughts on this? It's completely hard, especially with that accuracy. You're two ten on the right edge of the fairway and you have to like get it to stop on a green that's like downhill. I mean, it's just whatever. Oh, and by the way, those PGA Tour greens, they're like ice rinks. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Number one, I I went back and forth. I I think number two and number one are almost interchangeable. Hitting a fastball is the hardest thing to do in sports because even a fastball has some movement to it. Mm. There's deception from the pitcher. Plus, you're just, you know, the best 
hitter in the history of the best hitters. Ted Williams is like, what, 4-0-something? Not even just one season. I mean, the, the, one season. That, you know, the right. best hitters are getting hits three out of ten times, right? That's you're in the so Hall crazy. of Fame if your career average is over 300. Yeah. I can chime in, but I don't want to sound like a flex. Oh, no. It's very on brand So for you. I got to hit off of Joe Nathan, the former Minnesota Twins closer, all-time saves leader for the Twins. <laughs> and he was throwing fastballs. And Fletch is entirely right. Even if you swing to try to like time it, you can't. You're still way behind it. And yeah. even if you try, there's no way you're going to make contact because you're not going to put the bat in the right place. It's When you get over 90 miles an hour, just... You're right. Forget about it. You forget yeah. about it. No, it's impossible. I was watching the other day. I can't remember who was pitching, and they were like, "Oh, 103." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> what?" And again, a fastball, a two seamer, especially, is going to have a lot of movement on it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So there you go. Hitting a fastball is the hardest thing to do in sports, and it's not even close. Solid. Why don't you go next, Perk? Okay. Yeah. My number three is if you're a wide receiver coming across the middle on a mm. slant pattern trying to catch a football with behemoth 300-pound men that are, let's face it, the modern-day NFL athlete, they're the fastest and strongest people on the planet with what they do. You're not going to find guys that are 270 that can run 4.4540s, right? And so to then have one of those people literally trying to take your head off. So you have to try to catch a ball that's coming in hot from a quarterback as you're trying to like navigate through traffic and then try to hold on to it while someone is literally trying to injure or maim you. Yeah, and the timing and everything. I mean, it's just... Such mad respect for those guys. Yeah. I don't think it's hard, though. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I mean, it's brave. I'm not sure it's hard. That was a bold statement. Well, (laughs) you think you could hold on to the ball? You think you could catch the ball? If... I mean, if I was against somebody that's equal to me, like that's Mm -hmm. middle-aged and out of shape... That's different. That's not, I'm talking that's, about an NFL but, football game. Yeah, that's not that's, what yeah. he said. Yeah. Number two. I don't think the act is as hard, but holding, yeah. I mean, I'll give it to you for sure. But uh, it's, The okay. hardest thing to do in sports, big wave surfing. There is absolutely mm. zero possibility I could even come close to doing this. And the people that do are just like, it's just, a, it's, it's such another echelon of talent and skill and bravery and all that stuff that it's just, I, I can't even wrap my brain around it. So I'll get, yeah, I'll get that. You know what? I've actually had numerous high level athletes tell me surfing's the hardest thing they've ever tried. So I'll give it to you. All right. Number one, this has to do with daring, but it also has to do with like balance and it also has to do with actual jumping and then landing, but like ski jumping. Are you talking about the giant jump? Giant jump. How like, do you practice that? Like, how do yeah. you even get to that point? Like, and it's just like, who watch, like, what person all of a sudden is like, you know what? Let's jump off a hill in these things. Not even a hill. Let's make a ramp for this. A giant and, ramp. Yeah. yeah. Did you know it was invented in Minnesota? Either in my hometown or next to my hometown. <laughs> Sorry. Cool Sorry. Story, Sorry. No, it's fine. That's fine. It's all right. Fine. You're it's next, fine. Mark. Oh. What? Oh, yeah. You know what? I've often thought that about like skateboarding. How do you even get to that point? Yeah. And actually, if you watch the Tony Hawk documentary on HBO Max, I did. you can see how they get to that point. Yeah. It's literally breaking bones. That's how you get to that point. Yeah. I'm not it willing to do that. Actually, very interesting. I also yeah, watched He's that. He's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Number three. We're going to roast her on these. Go ahead. No, I no, don't think you will. Maybe okay. my number three. Blocking but- a volleyball. I'm kidding. Go ahead. That was rude. That was very rude. Was- number three. Let me talk. 
when you think of being a gymnast and falling off, come on, dude. You're on the beam and you fall off it once. Getting out of that headspace is my number three. The mental game of the mental gymnastics. Game of gymnastics, I would say, is number three. You are literally throwing your body around and. If you miss once, think about how many gymnasts have just been like, after they fell off the beam once and had a big injury, they like can't go back on it. Once you get in that headspace, it's really hard to get it's out of it. It's a great one. The, the thought of even landing a back cartwheel or whatever the heck they're doing on those, there's no way. Right. I mean, like, Backflip uh, like, even. Uh, you know, like, yeah, it's whatever. crazy. Yeah. Because the, the beam is what? A few inches wide. It's hard right? to walk it's on those crazy. things, crazy. let alone do anything else on them. I will insert one thing. Hmm. And this is not meant to chirp you. This is the legit. It's a chirp. Okay? It's a chirp. No, it's not. My six-year-old has done a cartwheel on a beam and landed it. That is impressive. It's a true argument just saying that maybe it's not that hard to do. Right. I know that it is, but... But then as she gets older and she could potentially go off the beam, trying to get back in that head game yeah. of trust. I mean, and her beam was on the floor, right? Well, so if she okay. misses, there's no consequence. Right. I'm just saying she pulled it off. Right. That's not what I'm talking about, though, bro. Okay. Okay, number two, and it has been done. Hardest thing in sports, a hole-in-one. How do people do yeah. that? I just, I, and it goes off of what you said mm-hmm. for your number just two. hitting the ball. Is- hitting the ball and getting it to go exactly where you want is yeah. tough enough. But a hole-in-one? How does that happen? Especially with Happy Gilmore. He drove the green. It was over 400 yards. Okay. Number one, it's, it's oftentimes luck is what it is. Yeah, it is a, a, a little bit, little bit of luck, a lot of bit. But you know, at the same time, it does require a lot of skill. Skill and practice put you in a position to, to get have lucky. better luck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I, motivational speaker. What's your number one? Hey, Tony Robbins, chirp it. Right. So you guys said you're going to chirp me all this stuff. Mine is actually the same as yours. I have it as reading a pitch and being able to hit the ball. Accurately in baseball and reading a pitch that's coming at you and being like, oh, that's going slow. Oh, that's going to, how, right. what? You watch it on TV and you're like, oh, why did he swing at that? You watch it in person, you're like, ah. Exactly. You <laughs> so, talk like, you start talking like Perk. <laughs> By the way, that's a terrible number one. What? No, it's not. It's a great uh, number I'm, one because, I'm, and you I'm know kidding, what? You're such a jerk. No, and you know what? Because. It's not. You're actually, I like yours better than mine. Thank you. Because if you put a pro in the box mm-hmm. and just gave him fastball after fastball after fastball, he'd start hitting every single one of them. Right. Right? Yep. But when you vary pitches mm-hmm. and the pitcher disguises how it's delivered. Yeah. So. Reading a pitch. And I may be the least athletic or sports knowledgeable out of this group. And I think I held my own here. I think you did a really good job, actually. I, I think she just really wants to get on to her next topic. Yep, she's so fired go. up about Come it. On. All right, well, let's do it then. <laughs> topic two. Most fun words to say. I love fun words. I love words that just sound good coming out of your mouth. Not going to be easy. It's so much fun. And... Frankly, I wish I could call it funnest words, but... You can. I don't 
think I can. Sure, you can. And still be respected. I will respect the hell out of you. I love making up words. <laughs> okay, well, funnest words to say. All right. I will honor that. And by the way, these are just coming out of your mouth. They, how fun they are to actually say. Yes. Not like the meanings of the word. Detach right. the connotation. Thank yeah. you. Okay. I agree with that statement. It's hard for me to separate them. So mine kind of go hand in hand in that way. But the assignment, boys, was just how they feel mm-hmm. as you say them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go first. Okay. My number three, malarkey. <laughs> it's so fun. Your mom says malarkey, doesn't she? I don't know if she no? does. Okay. It seems like a Sid thing to say. It does seem like a Sid does, thing to say. It? Yeah. I don't remember the I first time I heard it. she's not insulted, but. <laughs> no, it's a good word. It's so fun. It is fun. Malarkey. It's not, not top as, three fun, it's, but it's fun. It is top three fun. It's oh, number okay. three. It's number three. But my number two I mean, my number two and number one are really close, but my number two is onomatopoeia. (laughs) (laughs) What is an onomatopoeia again? I forget. It's like if you go buzz, like that's the sound, but it's also the word to describe. Right, right, So, (laughs) onomatopoeia. Perk, you're so quiet. No, it just sounds like an Italian appetizer, doesn't it? I mean, kind of just like, yeah. Onomatopoeia. (laughs) Kind of like, but that's a good one. Okay, my number one. Indubitably. <laughs> so much joy. With a snort. Oh my With gosh, it makes me so happy. Indubitably. I just feel a little fancier when I say it. And the like D's and the B's and then it ends with the little Lee. And it just, oh, it's a good word. It's a great word. <sighs> Why are you? Who's going next? It's fine. It's fine. What? What's it's wrong fine. with Nothing. Nothing. It's good. Nothing. It's, it's great. great. It was good. Yeah. I'm feeling judged. I'm well, feeling... <sighs> If, do you, do you, is there any confusion on when I'm judging you and when I'm not? You're judging me all the time. So no, no, I guess not. Okay. I thought it was very clear when I was making fun of you, but that's fine. Nope. Okay. Who's Perk. going next, Daryl? Okay. I got to go Dar- next. What? All right. The, the funnest words to say. Detached connotation. I know that funnest is not. Okay. We're not. Number funnest. three. Dwarf. Oh, that's a good one. I like the way my mouth works with that word. Yeah. I like one-syllable words. I like that it's multifaceted in the way that it comes out. Like, the, you get the dwarf. Really the consonants like and the vowels really work with each other well. Dwarf. Yeah. Number two, plasma. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I the, love this segment these, so much. <laughs> these are just words that I like to say. Plasma. I there's no reason. The there's no rhyme. It's just good. kind of like, it's just plasma. like, I like the way it flows. Yeah. I remember when I got my first plasma TV and that was fun. It's plasma. Like, yeah. It's like verbal yeah. feng shui. And then my number one funnest word to say, and this is with a bullet. I've said that this is my favorite word, liquid. Okay. I love, I love saying it. I love the word. I love when other people say it. I love hearing liquid. it. I love. I'm liquid. kind of disappointed. In this. <laughs> of course you are, because you always are. You guys always rip on my number ones, and I'm so tired of it. I, haven't I can't take you? it anymore. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> I didn't rip your number okay. one. Okay. I said liquid three times for you because you said you like to hear it. Thanks, buddy. My number three is guacamole. Solid. Hmm. Guacamole. That's a, that's a really good one, actually. Yeah. Guacamole. Guacamole. Do you say le or li? Guacamole. Le. Guacamole. Guacamole. Either way, they both work. Now we They're don't know. They're both fun. Funnest. My number two, actually foreshadowing, because it was said a little earlier in a segment. Mm. Mm. Dink. Dink. 
dink. It's just, it, it fits all of your criteria of dwarf. Mm-hmm. You know, the consonants and the vowels are really in dink. harmony, and it's one syllable. I'm it's just start dink. calling people dink. And remember, more. let's just detach connotation. Just mm-hmm. the word dink is fun, and it sounds mm-hmm. great. Not as good as sink, not as good as rink. It needs that D, the Dink. Yeah, dink. And dink can be a person, but it can also be like drop shot and pickleball. It can be, yeah, all that stuff. It's, dink it's shots. a fun, yeah. fun word to say. It's really fun. Now, this is the ultimate please detach connotation. And I'm actually going into serious mode okay. because I didn't come up with this for shock value. I've said this for years that if this word didn't mean what it means, it would be constantly used like if this word meant like cool it would be a slang term that everybody used and the word is poop what poop poop (laughs) it's so fun poop (laughs) i have said it for decades like that's been my favorite word to say poop now just forget what it's attached to because it's gross but imagine if it meant cool you'd be like oh that is so poop (laughs) it's the best let's make that a thing yeah that's poop stop trying to make poop a thing yeah let's change let's change the poop you're the poop man i am the poop poop is fun you can't deny it you're laughing it feels good and i always respect words that are the same backwards and forwards also there's something to that poop is a palindrome poop poopy poopy poop is it an onomatopoeia no poop okay bloop that's an onomatopoeia you're onomatopoeia your face is an onomatopoeia Are you guys ready? That was the cutest little introduction. Yeah, we solicit openly ranks from you guys. We also solicit topic ideas, and we have used listener topic ideas on the show regularly. And so chime in at RankyPod on all the social media platforms. We've got a couple from the last episode, actually, both from Best Karaoke Songs. Yeah, very passionate about this. So I got one from my friend Stu, and Stu reached out to me and said, I can't believe you forgot Picture by Kid Rock. It's the number one karaoke duet of all time. And I will say, every time I go out in karaoke, which isn't a ton, but when I have... Picture is always done by someone, and it's really? always awful. I think but the song is just so mediocre, but that's cool. I mean, that's, you know, Stu, Stu's fine. It's Stu not. is passionate about this, and I just appreciate that he talked to me about I'm it. I'm not debating the validity. I'm yeah. just saying I don't think it's a great song. I don't want to go to a karaoke bar and hear that freaking song. And there's another one. This is from Billy D. Sweet Caroline, a must. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how did yeah. we forget that? Yeah, that's... Good call, Bill. Very good point. And you know what? I actually got one, too, from a friend of mine that listens. His name's Frank. He actually sent me a text, and he said, you guys are whack. You left out Islands in the Stream, and that is the actual best duet ever, and I have to agree. You know, you two... It was even in the office. When we go karaoke, I need to hear you two do that officially. It's the best when two dudes do it. Yes. Especially when we're in harmony. Yeah. We've proven that we can do harmony. I'm not going to do it again. I'm just going to point out, you guys... Yes, we have. I'm just going to point out to you guys, you weren't in harmony... You just have the same pitch. We were in harmony. We were in harmony. Okay. At Rank You Pod on all the platforms. Thank you. Topic three most desirable meats. Salami, please. Here's the deal I'm not a vegetarian. I happily eat meat, I eat a lot of different kinds of meats. I have a lot of opinions on meats. Mm. There are so many different kinds of meats and so many different ways to prepare meat. It could be a burger. It could be a hot dog. What it could be it? anything. Any kind of meat. What does it make me if I love meat, but I don't like to think about how the meat gets to me? You don't have to worry about it. What does that know. make me? I don't know. 
I'm the same way and I feel really bad about it, but I love animals, but I love You know what? I'm sorry. I've had this conversation with my uncle who's a farmer and he's on my side with this too. He's like, when cows grow thumbs and take over, then they can have us for dinner. Okay, fair. Number three, my most desirable meat, barbecue ribs. I just love them slathered uh, coming off the grill and like the the pull apart. What kind of sauce, bro? Falling off the bone. It's a barbecue. I know. What kind of sauce though? Well, so like- You like steamed heat or you like sweet or- I'll do either. I'll do sweet and sassy and I'll do like the devil's spit or whatever it is. Bourbon barbecue. Just like (sighs) anything sweet or with a little punch, I'm fine with. But I just like, uh, I I love just not gnarling out on ribs. Man, that's my number three. Caveman. Number two, and this is very Chipotle influenced. Ooh. I am going with carnitas. I absolutely adore this meat. I make it a lot in my slow cooker. It is Enjoy. absolutely phenomenal. It's like pulled pork, but even better. I'm so into carnitas, bro. Bruh. I, I just, Bruh. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting hungry already. Doing I know. This. My like, stomach is like, I knew this would happen. This number was an one. awful idea. All Most, I've had was a protein shake. I've had nothing else to eat. I've so. had half of a banana and an iced coffee, so I feel that. Half of a banana? Yeah. Is that like, Okay. My number one most desirable meat, and I just think that anybody that doesn't have this in their top three is a little whack. Baloney! No? It's bacon. I mean, let's be honest. You will find so few people that don't like bacon. And I just like... Are you a crispy or... You know what? I'm both. Thanks for asking. Oh. I actually like both. I appreciate okay. crispy bacon and I appreciate non-crispy bacon. I okay. appreciate maple glazed bacon. I appreciate, appreciate like pepper bacon. I mean, oh bacon. my gosh! If you get the right bacon, you're going to have yes. both. You're going to have if a you chewy, do it right. a thick, Thank chewy, you. rubbery kind of you know, and then the edges are crispy oh. because you've got good thick bacon. Yeah, that's oh how you do it right. Oh, thick God, bacon I'm too. dying like, yeah, right that's, now. Oh, that, yeah, thick cut bacon. Mm. Yeah. All right, Ellie, we'll go with you next. <gasps> Why are you so upset? I'm, I'm really not. I'm just okay. being dramatic like you Good. usually are. Number three, pork ribs. Same thing. And I said this earlier, bourbon barbecue, anything mm. where you mix like a little liquor, a little barbecue. So there's a little bite, but it's still sweet. Oh my gosh. Forget about it. It's so good. So I don't really need to say much beyond that. Number two, again, don't need to say much. Bacon. Duh. When I was a kid, I used to like steal the bacon plate and run away and just like eat it by myself. And my parents would get so upset. But you know, I was eating something and I was a picky eater. So they were like, whatever. If your I, arteries get clogged, that's on you, babe. I usually tap out after about four pieces. I can't go much deeper than that. Like I, like- I have to force myself to stop. Okay. Gotcha. I am now old enough where I know better, but I could eat so much bacon. It's not even... Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's weird is I still love it. I'm kind of growing bored with it a little bit, which is weird. But I don't get me wrong. If it's get in out. my face, I'll eat it. But um, I don't crave it and just eat it by itself very much anymore. You see, and that's one reason I know I still love it is because I actually don't love it on things. I just want it by itself. Same. So mm-hmm. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. number one, there's I. It's so good. I'm speechless. A good sirloin steak. Mm. Oh, makes me so happy. How do you Get like your steaks cooked? Ellie? Medium rare. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming. Really? No. What did you expect? Uh, medium to medium well. Oh, God, yeah. no. I yeah, need the no, pink that's... and I need mushrooms. Ooh. And oof. Oof. Wow. And I'm I, just, I'm surprised. And I prefer the sirloin, not the tenderloin, not yeah. the New York strip. Not, yeah. No, I know my steaks and I like sirloin. That's good. 
Too I'm much, a hearty girl over here. Too much grizzle for me, but that's fine. Nah. Give me all the grizzle. All right, Fletch, you're okay, up, buddy. Number, number three is just good old-fashioned ground beef. Chuck, to be precise, and done up into a ball, and then smashed down on a flat top, and then you have just a wonderful burger. That's, oh, that is how you do meat, friends. That's so basic and horrible. Why are you patting him on the back? I just think that's a great call. No! Yeah! Duh! No! You don't like a good burger? Oh, God. I, it's just not I don't my care top if it's basic three. or not. Jeez. You said bacon. That's nothing more basic than bacon. You're a basic piece of bacon. You are too. Made Gladly. Of, you're probably half made of bacon at this point in your life. That would be amazing. Number two. Who needs a butter head? I want a bacon head. Wow. <laughs> wow. I can't believe she just said that. Her, um, her aggression is like top notch right well, now. Well, butter head. I was like, wow. That's like locker room boy stuff. Butterhead. What do you mean, butterhead? Well, look at her butterhead. Um, number two is, and there's one specific that really ooh, makes me happy. But if this is done well, it's very, very oh, good. Oh, I know where he's going. Can I call his number one? Here. No, you know, it's my number two. Okay, go ahead and do your number two. I'm going to text Ellie your number one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, text me. My number two, if you get it at Spoon and Stable in Minneapolis, yeah. it's one of the greatest things you can put into your mouth, and that is a pork chop. Ooh. Gavin Kaysen's pork chop is, oh my God, utterly phenomenal. The first time I went there, I was like, really? Like your signature dish is a pork chop? And then I had it and I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I ever need steak again. That's how good it was. Really? It's so good. You'll have to change my mind on that. I'm not a huge pork chop fan. Uh, my mom actually does pretty damn great you, pork chops as well. If done right, no, no can defense. defense. Oh pork God. chops done right are phenomenal. All right. Number one. I'm locked in. Do you want to just say it out loud? On the count of three? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Buffalo, Buffalo chicken. chicken. Yay, you're wrong. What? The number one with a bullet with no questions asked and prepared properly. And you know what? And the way to prepare this properly, because the meat already sings all by itself, is just a little bit of salt and pepper and maybe a little blackened. And that is a perfect medium to slightly less than medium filet mignon. Plot twist. That. Yeah, totally, dude. Plot twist. You're classier than I expected. I know that, yeah, I actually am. You are too. I had no Thank clue you. that you were anything a steak about a steak. Um, I just think that, I know that a lot of people consider the filet to be the most boring cut of steak because it doesn't have as much flavor or whatever, but I happen to love it. I'm not afraid of bacon. I'm not mm. afraid of fried wings. Like I, I'm not afraid of fat, but when it comes to a steak, I don't know why. I want it super lean, and that's why that one's my fave. Interesting. Thick. Oh, man. Bone-in filet? <gasps> you guys, I'm really hungry. Can we go get lunch? Yeah, let's just, let's go right now. Bye. Rank You Very Much is presented by Grey Duck Spirits. Don't you try to say otherwise. Thank you very much. Original theme created by Walk Off the Earth. Interact with the show on social media at Rank You Pod. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, comma, thank you. Thank you very much. That was very rude. Your face is anonymous on a pin. <laughs>